With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help, I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. Hi, Tom Martino here. Welcome to the show. Here to help you solve problems, answer questions, and take complaints. This hour brought to you by RealCBDThatWorks.com. Tom and the promo code get 30% off. RealCBDThatWorks.com. And by the way, they also have CBG products. And Suzanne, I don't know when we can have them on, but I'd like to know the difference between the CBD and the CBG. Yes? Next Friday. Not this Friday. Next. Excellent. And of course, uh, CBG is the latest derivative of a cannabinoid plant. Uh, None of them, of course, make you high. They're all for pain, anxiety, uh, anti-inflammatory properties, supporting immune function. RealCBDThatWorks.com. Okay, so have you heard? Now, listen. I tell you things and people get mad. Here's how it usually works. I say things, a lot of, a certain segment of my listeners get upset with me and then they find out what I'm saying is true. Um, When I said, you're going to see a drastic drop in cases because of how they're calculating cases now based on the PCR tests and what's called the CT, the cycles of amplification, it all came true. I said there would be a dramatic drop, probably 70% drop. And that's exactly what happened. I also talked about other aspects of the COVID virus. Yes, it's very serious. We have to deal with it. I think we did not know how to deal with it. Hence all the mistakes, all the mistakes we had with nursing homes, with schools, with all kinds of places. You know, we learn as we go. I think next time around, if something happens, we're going to be a lot smarter. But now with social distancing, there's evidence Pointing to the fact, now I, I'm a believer in social distancing, by the way. I've, I've always thought, even before the pandemic, we were too close for comfort. I did. I really thought that. I couldn't stand being crammed into sporting events and concerts and all of that. Now, six feet might have been a little too much. Now they're saying that it's possible that three feet is enough. The CDC is now analyzing data that could change distancing guidelines to three feet. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are looking for data. Now, here's what happened. There was a study done overseas indicating that three feet might be good enough. Uh, Fauci says the CDC is launching their own study. The first study came, a study on Massachusetts public schools by Beth Israel Medical Center found no substantial difference in the number of cases in school districts that had a three feet social distance versus six feet social distance. Anyway, you might want to keep your eyes out for that because pretty soon we're going to be hearing that three feet is adequate. Ready, set, go. All right, give us a call, 303-713-TALK. I'm going to go right to John who who was waiting yesterday and I promise I take you first up. So John, tell us what's going on, sir, with your uh, unemployment. Um. I've been here in Colorado about almost six years and was self-employed 
I did. Uh, I had a cleaning business and a painting business. The cleaning business, I was with my partner when I moved here, who had the business, and then I took over it. And everything went was going very well until the COVID monster hit last spring when they shut everything down. Right. So I didn't. I've never f- filed for unemployment because I've been self-employed my whole life. But I realized I could file for unemployment and did. Well, oh yeah, this and is one of the thought- few times. Hold on, I want to make this clear. If if you had your own gig and you were self-employed, you did not pay uh, unemployment taxes. You could file. It's one of the one of the first times people like that could do it. And so, what happened? So uh, everything was running along smooth until I hit November, and this was my mistake. I forgot to file my taxes for the previous year, so they put me on what was called payment hold. So I called the office, and they said, well, you have to file your taxes, and then everything will go back to normal. Well, I filed all my taxes, did my paperwork, and was still on payment hold. So I called in December. All right, here's what I want to know instead of each and every time you called. um, Did you ever get on unemployment? I have not received any unemployment since November, the second week of November. My last phone call with them, uh, everybody keeps telling me everything is perfectly fine. Uh, When I talked to the regular counselor, very nice person, she says, well, all your paperwork looks correct because I filed every document that you can possibly imagine, do all my paperwork correctly. Then she talked to a supervisor who said everything was fine. And that I I don't see any reason why I shouldn't be collecting my unemployment. All right. Um, I have three tickets right now. Yeah. Waiting for somebody to call me and explain to me what's going on. Well, it's probably just a screw up. But the the unemployment benefits for self-employed, you understand, was just an emergency measure by the federal government for the pandemic. Right. You understand under normal circumstances, you don't get unemployment. So. This was right. a, just a special provision made. Eligible workers, um, I, okay, hold on a sec. The amount is based on your previous income. Okay, and then there's an enhanced amount of 300 but that went away, I believe, that enhanced amount. We, you know, Suzanne, the one about self-employed, I don't, are they still doing self-employed unemployment? Can, is it possible to get somebody to answer just this question without waiting? Um, maybe get a, a word about self-employment. What happens to self-employed individuals? Uh, maybe we can send off an email. We have a contact there. Um, you may be eligible for unemployment compensation depending on your personal circumstances and how this, on how your state chooses to implement these benefits. Now we do know that Colorado was paying for self-employed people, and you, yes, sir, you uh, applied right in the very beginning and never got it. Is that no, what you're sir, saying? I, I applied it. I applied in April of last year, and was receiving benefits until November. But because I made the mistake of not filing my taxes, they put me on what's called a payment hold. I understand that, so but, but how taxes. they wanted you to file your taxes for what year? For what year were they the looking? Previous year. Okay, so how did you get approved to begin with if you didn't have if you hadn't filed taxes the previous year? Because you can file taxes all the way until October, I believe. So they waited until okay. the deadline and then put you on payment hold. I got it. Suzanne, I want to find out in general the status of unemployment right now for self-employed. 
Uh, I wasn't sure how long that was approved for or if the new bill approves longer periods of time. I thought it was temporary for self-employed people. Of course, he was getting paid, but then it suddenly stopped. You know, John, we could possibly, uh, Suzanne, here's what I want. I didn't want someone to come on and answer John's problem from unemployment. I want to give John's problem to our contact over there. Okay. So John, you'll get help. Did he file for his 2019 already? The one he forgot to file for, is that handled? Because I probably can't help him if he hasn't filed for his taxes. He did, I think. Right, John? You did file, right? Hold on a second. Did you file your 2019 taxes? I can't file my 2019 taxes because six weeks of last year are on payment hold. And when Colorado sent me my 1099G... There was nothing in there. John. So I called them. And John, asked, just listen. Are they, we talking about tax year 2019? So the last time you filed taxes was 2018? No, the last time I filed taxes was 2019. Right, here's what I'm asking, though. Tax year. I'm not asking when you filed. What tax year was last I filed? Last year in November, I filed for my taxes for the previous year. For 2019. I cannot file last. All right. You know what? I, I can't do this on, on the phone with everyone. John, it's a very simple proposition, okay? And you keep wanting to give me sentences. We need to know if you filed the tax return for tax year 2019. That's all we care about. That would have been filed sometime in 2020. That is a yes or it's a no. Did you file for tax year 2019? Yes or no? That's what we have to know. Yes. Okay, now. Yes. Okay, good. Now, what were you saying now about a 1099-G that was incorrect? My uh, 1099-G for last year. For 2020. When the, for 2020, when they sent me the... The paper, you know, they, I yes. got it from the... Uh, yes. Uh, from, there was nothing inside the envelope. Okay, got it. So I tried calling no, uh, and and why do you And why do you need that 1099-G to file your taxes for 2020? Is that what you need? Correct. Okay, now, I want to tell you something. We will put your unemployment problem through to the office. But as far... This is what you need to know. As far as the, the 1099-G for 2020... If you did not receive it, you can still file your taxes and claim the income. It is not required that you have a 1099 along with it, as long as you claim the income. Find a home, get a deal. Yes, even in this market. But you need Frank Duran, the real estate man.com. Remax Alliance. If you haven't compared prices on homeowner's insurance in a while, it's time you did. You might not have the coverage you need, and you're most likely paying too much. Call Compass Insurance and save now. 303-771-HELP. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hi 
Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. Let's get right to the phones. All right, Eric is next. And uh, what we're doing is solving problems, answering questions, taking complaints. Now, you were walking along, Eric. Dun, 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 dun. Let's talk about it. So in November, I was walking on the sidewalk. I crossed into the middle of the street. Uh the car was coming towards me, so I, I turned towards the traffic and tried to jump out of the way uh, of the car, and it hit me. Um, I was actually... Eric, over, which were you uh, walking with or against traffic? Were you walking on the right side or the left side? It was... Eric. It was against... I, I was crossing the street, but I ended up turning towards the traffic. Okay. So you were crossing the street just in a crosswalk or in the just in the middle? I was not in a crosswalk. Okay. And you were crossing the street. Which side were you on? Were you on the side where traffic... As you're looking across the street, was traffic coming from your right or left? I was on the sidewalk uh, walking against traffic. Okay. Then- got it. You were walking against traffic, and then you turned to walk across the street, and what happened? The guy hit you? Right, right. It, honestly, it felt like, because I saw the traffic coming towards me, obviously. I yeah. was walking on the sidewalk. Right. And I crossed into the street, and uh, it, honestly, it felt like he accelerated. So the uh, guy that was coming just, at you as you crossed, did he swerve right, your way, right. or did he swerve away from you? Uh, he didn't swerve at all. He just hit me directly. Were you on a crosswalk? No, he wasn't. Now, Eric, when you when he hit you, was he going very very slow? I I imagine it just by the physics. I walked away fine. Oh, uh, okay. So did he graze you, or are we talking about hitting you head on, man? How did it work? So, I mean, when I say fine, no broken bones. I have. Were you knocked down? Eric, were you knocked down? Yeah. I'm trying to fathom. I'm trying to fathom how it feels to get hit by a car. If he wasn't just rolling, any kind of a hit is going to really hurt. Did he hit you? Did it hit you in the leg, in the hip, in the ass? Where? Where did it hit you? So it hit me in the knee, in the thigh, and then I ended up. Uh, I, I was and did he break there. immediately or did he keep going? Did it, did it hit you and you bounced off or did it hit you and you fell and he stopped? Where was the car stopped when you hit the ground? Uh, it was, I, so if, I think it flung me backwards a few, like, and what did the car yards. stop immediately after making contact? I, I, I yes. Did you talk I, to the guy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did he say, Oh my God, I'm sorry. He said, why did you make me do that? Wait a minute. Why did you make me do that? So he's, he's claiming that you jumped out in front of the car and he didn't have time to react. Isn't that the bottom line? I think that's what his insurance company is claiming, honestly. Well, he, this letter, clear. who is Wilbur? This, this email, that's excuse me, this mail from Wilbur. The law firm representing the insurance company, the Hartford. Okay, so they say to you, are you Eric? Yes, it says, in close you will find information recently requested to support the above-mentioned loss. Now, let me get this straight. They want you to pay $5,600 to the driver? To the insurance company. 
Wait a minute. So the, the insurance company, what damage did this clown have on his car for hitting you? He, he, he claims the fender, the grill, the hood, okay. the windshield. So this guy part, hits you. His, You're crossing yeah. the street. Did you dart out or you were just crossing the street? You were crossing the street. So you're walking on a sidewalk on the left side of the street. The left side is we're looking down the street. You're on the left walking on a sidewalk. The cars are coming at you. You turn to cross the street and that lane immediately coming at you, a car hits you, right? It was, it was. So I make it through. There was a two-lane street. Yes. I think on both sides. Yes. And so I make it. I make it past the first lane. I'm in the. I'm in the innermost lane, and I turn around, and the, this car is on top of me, and I try to jump. And out the, of the car way that and, hit and, you was the traffic coming at you. The 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 yeah. okay. And then on it, so that car hit you. If you had gotten past that lane, you would have been in the other two lanes where the cars were coming from your right. Precisely. Okay. So the so as you're crossing the street, there's cars to the left of you for the first two lanes, and for the last two lanes would have been cars to the right of you. You got through the first lane. The car, no car yeah. to the left of you hit you. When you got to the second lane, the, so that guy could have easily swung out of your way, maybe in the other lane or whatever. All I'm saying is he hit you. Yeah. He damages yeah. his car, and this freaking they come. They're yeah. This is a collection letter for subrogation. The insurance company says, due to your negligence, this guy is owed money. Oh my God. Right. John yeah. Fuller, Fuller Law. John is a, is our auto accident expert. He handles all kinds of stuff like this. Big rigs, regular cars, trucks, motorcycles, pedestrians. John, think about this. What this this is crazy, I think, John. Have you heard of something like this happening before? All the time. Wait. Hey, sir, did you get a ticket? I got a ticket for jaywalking. Yes. So you weren't in a crosswalk, correct? Right. That, that's so, correct. quite simply, Tom, the accident is his fault. That's That's been the determination of that's both it. the police okay. and the insurance company, and that's why they're going after him to collect on the property damage they paid out for their insured. But I've always heard that it was oh, maybe – this is an urban legend, then. I've always heard it's – oh, the pedestrian always has the right-of-way. No, absolutely not. So I can hit pedestrians that pop out in the middle of traffic. Not on purpose. No, of course not. Yeah, I'd, I think that'd be a great idea, Tom, because you now broadcast that you intend to just go on a hunting expedition. That's not at all the, that's not at all the case. No, you, of course you not. You can't ever hit somebody on purpose. Okay? Right, okay. I mean, that, that goes without saying. But, I mean, the, if what's good for the goose is good for the gander. We have laws that dictate where pedestrians need to be. And we have laws that dictate where, um, you know, vehicles need I to be. I get it. And we also have laws that dictate who, who has priority over the other. And that's and really, I mean, if you choose to cross, no matter how agile and nimble you are, at, in the middle of a block or something, you are in the wrong. Now, that doesn't give the driver a complete right. pass. I mean, right. He has some responsibility to try to avoid hitting you. Right, or or if the guy was speeding, around. if the guy was speeding yeah, or something I mean, crazy, right? Sure, there's always you know what ifs that would negate that general rule, but the general rule is if you're not in a crosswalk, you're out in traffic, you certainly don't have the right of way. You're the cause of that accident. Now they have so, here, they have here actual witnesses. Yep. Yeah. 
And the witnesses say right. that, yeah, you did it. You walked out and um, the male walked out on the, uh, okay. And, and all right, so listen, bottom line is this, John. Will they actually collect from a de- pedestrian? Does he have any coverage? Does his auto coverage help him? How about homeowners? No, Do you remember when we no, had- and I don't have. Hold on, John, go ahead. Remember we had the discussion about uninsured motorist claims and how they can deny you permission to settle? This is what happens when insurance companies pay out for other people's negligence. They turn around and they come after people. And they, they absolutely will go and file a county court judgment, um, you know, or a county court suit to obtain a judgment, and they will turn it over to collections. And one way or the other, this gentleman will have to deal with it, um, either through making payments, showing up. He can certainly dispute it and put up a defense in court if he'd like to try. Um, my experience is that they just get judgments by the wheelbarrow full on these things, and then they turn them over to collections and they move on. And, and then so, could he have caused that much damage if he wasn't even injured, for God's sakes? That's what I oh, want to know. That's a good question. It's, it's you know... I, Body work is expensive. This, let me tell you this. Model of the car. When you see the dent on this car, um, oh my goodness. If he would have put this dent in that car, that's like hitting another car. Uh, John, if you see it, it's almost laughable. Uh, yeah. Well, wait, maybe the guy had to swerve or do something like that and hit yeah. something else. Is the guy claiming it hit something else? No, 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 no. no. All right. Listen, you're not, you're not going to, you're not. It, you know, I do. Not, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let John finish, please. Go ahead, John. They're not entitled to just shake you down for any and all things they can think of. Their, their claims need to be legitimate, and you have a right to dispute them and make them prove it up. Make them provide the paperwork showing that the estimate. All right. You know, you have the right to demand all of that stuff. You all right. Just simply have to write it now. Check, but this is good information, John, as always. And I appreciate it. It's common sense, but it's good information. I thought, honest to goodness, and I think that's an urban legend, that, hey, pedestrians are always in the right-of-way. If you see them, avoid them at all costs. And you're saying you should try, but you don't, you know, it's, it's not like you're not supposed to cause another accident, and you're supposed to use due care. And in this case, drivers can, uh, uh, pedestrians can be negligent. John Fuller, of course, always answers your questions when you have them about injury. 303-597-4500. I want to talk to him and uh, to uh, the, the guy that got hit again and more coming up. You know that one insurance company that brags about saving up to 15%? Well, how about saving even more than that? Compass Insurance. They represent dozens of different companies and will save you money. 303-771-HELP. You know that saying, you get what you pay for? Not true. You actually get way more with Frank Duran, the real estate man.com when he lists your home. Frank Duran, Remax Alliance. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Tom Martino here. Your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com. Free market valuations of your home just for the asking with no obligation. He, he actually looks through your home and inspects your home on the outside and inside. And he also looks at all the comps. This is a real valuation, whether you want to list or not. And it doesn't cost you anything done by Frank himself. 
Frank Duran, therealestateman.com, 303-920-1622. Okay, so um, when it comes to negligence, there's all kinds of variables. And uh, do we still have John Fuller on? So, so John Fuller, I, I just want you to finish up here. You're saying, of course, and you want people to know, we're not talking about you can be reckless and just hit people because they're in the road. But at the same time, uh, pedestrians can be negligent. Yeah, you never get a free shot at a, at a pedestrian. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that. But certainly when it comes to assessing fault, if the pedestrian is in the wrong place, then, you know, they can certainly be at fault for a pedestrian vehicle accident. Okay. And I've seen, I've seen cases where I actually had a case where a lady was outside of a crosswalk and got killed and, and was completely unsuccessful in pursuing any sort of damages for her family. Um, there's case law to that effect that a crosswalk is an absolute, you know, don't pass go, don't collect $200. If you're not in it, and it's controlling the intersection, that alone can completely reverse fault for an accident. Now, what about cyclists? Would the same be said for cyclists? Can they be negligent? Oh, they certainly can be negligent. Um, and that's a, that's a gray area. Cyclists are, um, they, they must comply with the same rules that, that a motor vehicle, you know, has to comply with. Um, there are differences. Obviously, you know, the bicyclists are not generally the ones overtaking um, traffic. It's the other way around. So you have to give bikes a certain amount of space, um, depending on the roadway and that kind of stuff. The, the trouble with bikes is that there's also municipal laws that come into effect. So in some jurisdictions, bikes can be on the sidewalk. In other jurisdictions, they cannot. Um, you know, you have extra duties of care when you're fixing to cross a, you know, controlled intersection and a bicyclist is on the sidewalk. And so it's, it's very tricky, but yes, absolutely. Bicyclists are held to their own standards and they can be liable when they violate those standards. All right. John Fuller, Fuller Law, 303-597-4500, also on our referral list. Now, listen, Eric, a number of ways you can handle this, okay? If you have any specific questions, go ahead, because I have to move on. Any specific questions? Uh, just two. Go. So it's, well, I guess, really one, but it sounds like I'm 100% liable. Well, no, no one is 100% liable ever for anything. However, according to this, they're simply asking that you pay 100%. You can negotiate yeah. or you can get an attorney and go to court. It's possible that, that a jury would see that or a judge would see that these damages don't coincide with a person being hit that wasn't even injured. Uh, what's your next question? So I, I guess, like, do I, gosh, I, I do you pay? You're asking, do you pay? Yeah. All things are negotiable. Yeah. You have to decide that on your own, Eric, okay. or, or maybe okay. consult an the, attorney. The next step is they'll probably come after you and try to get a judgment. All right, Gary, let's talk about a Bank of America credit card. And by the way, to that point Mark was making, when they do, that's when you defend yourself if you don't want to pay it, when they come after you. Now, Gary, what's going on with your Bank of America credit card? I hate Bank of uh, America. <laughs> Go ahead. I do too now. Uh, last fall, I noticed that my balance was way higher than it uh, should have been. So I looked at my statement and I saw uh, two ACH payment refunds. One for two, $2,900, another one for $19,1099. So I called. So wait, these were to the good in your account, credits. 
No, these were taken away payments that I made. Oh, two, uh, oh wait, an ACH payment out of your bank payment account? Refund. Payment refund. No, they're just subtracting. I, I made two, I made two payments, uh, one for nineteen ten ninety nine, and another one for three thousand dollars. And my pay my balance should have been way lower, so I noticed it was way higher. So I oh, saw that. So they did not count those two ACH uh, payments. They did, and then they took them away. Okay, really? Okay, why? I called and I said, "What's up?" And uh, some sort of you know, my understanding was some sort of fraud. Somebody called and wanted the money and transferred it to another account. They never really gave me a straight answer. Right, so right. I got one week later, I got two checks, one for $2,900, one for $1,910.99. Yeah. So I deposited those checks into my account, yeah. and I made another payment, oh, $2,810.99, no. the sum of those two payments. Right. The sum of those two checks. Right. I paid my balance again. Uh huh. Two days later. Uh oh. Two days later, ACH payment refund. Uh, so I call them up. But it wasn't I even. Go, what? Well, hold on. You deposited those checks. So two times you made payments, and two times they took the payments back. Correct. Or 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 you know discounted them. Okay. But but theoretically, then you still have you personally still have. The twenty nine or or the thirty nine hundred bucks, the forty eight ten or the forty eight ten ninety nine was what, what they I, took away. Right, both that's times. Right. Okay, got so it. So I called again and I go, "What are you people doing with my money?" It's the the first time I called, they you know suspected fraud, so we had more security protocols enacted. Right, got they it. Needed to. Um, Right. So, so why did they, they take? Why did they? So they refunded your payment a second time. No, the the first time they did, I got two checks. A week later, I got two checks. Right. I know. And, and you then, redeposit. I know. And you deposited those, and they took those away. Where did that money go? Well, that's what I'm trying to find out. Now, I called, 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 and then finally. Uh, in November, there was on my on my uh, statement a transfer payment, nineteen ten ninety nine. So they're giving me back the nineteen hundred part of that part of that payment that right. they took away. Right. So I call them again and I go, well, okay, we've got part of it coming back, but what about the twenty nine hundred? Right. So. They give me the runaround. I called, called, called. They give me the runaround every time. They always say, oh, it's all taken care of. No problem. This is crazy. This is just crazy. I mean, where are we going with the story? Did they ever take care of it? No. As a matter of fact, I got a letter today. They are reducing my credit limit on my credit card. I've stopped, this I've stopped sucks. use of my payment totally. Oh, my God. Um, and... Um, well, so they're reducing my credit line. They're charging me interest. They're charging me late fees. And uh, I keep calling. And then I get another letter saying that, well, we sent you a check for $2,900 in November that you cashed. Well, yes, you did. But then you took it away again. And I can't get through What to a mess. So right now, right now, the way it is, is that you have, you're, you're out. 2900 bucks right now. Correct. 
That's bottom line. You're out twenty nine hundred, and but they they don't have an explanation as to why they keep. Why does that payment bother them? Especially when you got those when you got those two checks. Did you cash those checks or did you sign them right over to the bank? Well, no, I deposited them into my account and then I made another oh, online payment. Okay, got it. So for some reason, now if you made now now walk with me on this. If you deposited forty eight hundred in your account and you made an online payment of forty eight and they discounted one of them for all intents and purposes. The other one was, you know, the other one they, they reconciled. So that 2900 should theoretically still be in your bank account because that check was, because that, that other payment never went through. So you should have well, that, that 2900 in your bank account. Well, no. See, I, I made an online payment out of my bank account, which went through, which right. I took out of my bank account. And, and when they right, and when they re- denied that payment, it did that money did not go back into your bank account. No. Why? It did not go back. I I don't even know where to start I, on this one. This is weird. I don't I, hold, know either. Hold on, we'll have to think about it. Looking to buy a home? Get the best team on your side. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Insurance agents that aren't held captive by one company. That's what Compass Insurance is all about. They find the right company for you at the best price. Call for a free quote now. 303-771-HELP. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tom Martino here. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. RenewHomeInnovations.com. Please visit that website and you'll see Nick Fox and his team, RenewHomeInnovations.com. I stress them because they have a heart for seniors. They're doing beautiful work with discounts for seniors and veterans, but they also do beautiful bathrooms in general. They have a visualizer, a piece of software that will help you visualize your bathroom with the changes, with the colors, with all of that. They do the sink and the shower and the bath and the whole thing, or they can do just the wet spot, the wet area where they convert that old tub shower into a beautiful shower or maybe a tub shower combination. They have um, great selections and they can do them in a day. If it's if they like have 98% of them in stock. And for those it showers the next day. That's right. Next day shower replacement 303-904-2000. And if they're all custom made for you, the way you move 303-904-2000 and look at their beautiful showers at, uh, RenewHomeInnovations.com. Can't say enough about good people, right? Now, listen, we have some things sometimes that just really, really astound us. This one with the bank thing. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, I'm going to make this very simple. 
he made two he made two payments on his credit card. And I'm going to make it very simple, Gary, because we have to. Uh, he made a big payment and a little payment on his credit card by ACH. They rejected those payments for some reason. And he says, what the hell are you rejecting them for? And they said, oh, well, they didn't give him a straight answer. So they sent him a check for those two combined. He deposited those checks and made another ACH payment. And they rejected, they rejected one of them. And the other one is missing. And you don't have the money back in your account, right? I wouldn't say they rejected them. They just took it away. They, they, it was an ACH payment refund is what it's. Yeah. And that's what we have to find out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino, the troubleshooter. I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. Welcome to the show. This hour brought to you by RealCBDThatWorks.com. And I ask that you try it out. Put Tom in the promo code, get 30% off. RealCBDThatWorks.com. You know, it's really the most cost-effective way to deal with anxiety and pain and inflammation. That's system-wide inflammation, by the way. So that helps support your immune functions. It's just a wonderful product, realcbdthatworks.com. You know, hemp products in general, I mean, everyone thinks of, you know, pot and THC and getting high. But hemp products in general, it's a wonderful plan. And because, uh, you know what caused the industries to move away from hemp and hemp-related products in the 50s. What do you think it was? Marijuana laws. Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness was a film put out by the Defense Department. Have you ever seen it? Chunks of it. Oh, my God, is it funny. Anyway, uh, what I suggest you do is uh, check out CBD, realcbdthatworks.com. Tom and the promo code, 30% off. Let's talk. Now, we have a number of things going on. This Bank of America thing gives you a headache, but it's, it's very simple, okay? He tried to make payments, and for some reason, these payments that he made by ACH were rejected, okay? They were refunded or rejected. So the first time they were rejected, they sent him a check for the money. So he got the money back. Then he made another payment with ACH after depositing those checks. Again, they rejected them. And then all of a sudden, they accepted some of it. Here's the net result. Bank of America still has about three grand of his money. It didn't go back to his account. He didn't get a check. And they're not counting it toward his account. Why? Why does that happen? And here's the worst problem, folks. And the reason I'm talking about this. It's not, not so much Gary's problem. But it's all of our problems. When we have problems with credit cards and they make a determination, we are powerless. There's not much you can do. I've gone through this before. I'm sure uh, Gary and I are not the only ones. So what do you do? 
We have to figure out a way to get through to them. He does have a case number. So, Gary, I want to try to do this thing that uh, Deputy Deputy Smarty Pants does with you. He has a case number, and I want to have him try to explain it in a conference call. But you got to keep it simple, Gary. When you go through every single bit of this, it gets too confusing. <laughs> No, seriously, yeah. try to keep it simple to them. And, and anyone who can keep things simple, get the carrot. You made two payments, and then they refunded the money to you for some reason. They wouldn't accept those payments. You didn't know why. So then you did it again, and now they only accepted part of it, and they're keeping part of your money. Now, if they don't want to accept that payment, at least give your money back so you can try it again. And that's what we're going to tell Deputy Smarty Pants. Is he listening today? I, I didn't hear from him this morning. In There's got to be something way more to this. There has to be. I know. But, Mark, it, it just, it's crazy. What bank doesn't take a credit card payment? Or it was an ACH payment. Right. What bank wanted? Well, something, I, I'm just has anyone ever was had, wrong with the payment. Has anyone ever had an ACH payment rejected and why? That, that's the question. Dan, Zillow, what's happening, Dan? Well, Tom, I know you like to mess with scammers, and I got someone who's trying to do a scam on Zillow. Okay, what kind of a Zillow scam is this? Well, I have a real Zillow ad for a property listing for a rental, and someone copied the ad and is trying to get people to give them a deposit. Oh, my God, that happens so much. People have to be careful when they rent because they don't know if they're renting from the real peeps or not. And if you don't rent from the real landlord, you end up making a payment. You show up there, and guess what? You didn't rent the place. I so, can't believe people would give someone money without even having someone go there. All right, here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Listen. If you're looking to rent a place right now and somebody says you need to give me a deposit, it's yours, how do you check that person out? What would you do, Dan? Oh, well, first I would make them come and see the place or at least do a FaceTime with me. So make, sure, make sure they have the key and all of that. Yeah. I mean, make them open the door. Make them show me. That's, that a, good, that's a good start. Exactly. What else? After that, you can look up who owns the place. You're right. Sure it's you're well, absolutely this, right. This absolutely. This guy was very sophisticated because he did that ahead of the scam and copied the owner's information. So he posed as the owner. Oh, and so are you – okay. Work. Now, Dan, is this you? Are you the owner in this case? I'm the property manager. Okay. And they and, – and the – somebody is renting this as a scam, and they have a phone number? They do have a phone number, and they respond to it. Now, you're saying to me – they are positively not the owner. No, there's no way. And it's elaborate. I mean, they even have a letter trying to tell their story and what professional organization. Now, where can we see can where, where can we see the ad? I sent it to your uh, to Suzanne. Suzanne, Suzanne, did you send the ad to us? I want to see it. OK, sending it. All right, good. Hold on. I'm going to come back to you. We're going to, we're going to do something. Jim, you want to talk about a lean? Go ahead. By the way, folks, I hope you appreciate we're getting through these calls trying to help you. 303-713-TALK. Give us a call. Even if you have an inkling of something starting, help us to help you and to help others. 303-713-TALK. Something bothering you, it just doesn't set well, give us a call. 
303-713-TALK. Let's go, and and Jim, uh, let's talk about a lien. What's going on, Jim? Uh, I did some work uh, for uh, Summit County Schools up in Frisco, Colorado, uh, for another general contractor. And uh, every time I try to ask him about payment, he just keeps putting me off, putting me off. And uh, and you know, and you know, you, you can put a lien on anything, right? No, you can't. What are you talking about? It's a government building. Oh, he said. Well, you said in Frisco. Did you say it was for a government project? Yeah, it's a school bus uh, barn or a maintenance facility. Okay, and then, um, okay, hold on. A school that would be the school district, which is a government entity. All right, I Mark. I know that people in the past have put liens on government property. So tell me, tell me what you're talking about. I, I'm in, not disputing it. I'm just in I'm, Colorado. You can't. I'm not saying there's not some kind of magic way where you can give no, notice and go through some stuff. But I don't think so. <sighs> imagine, hey, imagine if he could lean a school. Do me a and favor. You kick all the kids out of school. Well, no, no. But do me a favor, Suzanne. Can you get Brad O'Brien, our real estate of attorney? I would just want to ask about... Or you get upset at the governor and you paint something no, and Mark, put a lien on it, damn it. Mark, years ago, there was a guy in Colorado that put a lien, but I think the more I think Those about were it, on individual, individual homes lawmakers. that were part of uh, the government or a part so of... So what uh, do that, subs do then when they're not paid? That's interesting. What do subs do? Yeah, what, what's another way for this guy to collect? We're going to find out. Hold on. We'll find out. Uh, see if Brad can come on about that. 303-713-TALK. While she's getting him, I'll uh, go to another call here real quick. Henry. What's going on, Henry? Yeah. What's happening, man? Uh, well, I talked to you last uh, fall about the uh, walking tub my mother bought, and uh, you told me not to make the payment, so we Wait did. a minute, wait a minute. I, there was a lot more to it than that if I said not to make the payment. Tell me the circumstances. I want to know what we're talking about. Um, I recall this. You wanted to, you, you didn't know what to do, but explain the situation. What what was this walk-in well, tub all about? $17,000. Yeah, and what happened? How did she get stuck with a $17,000 walk-in tub? I don't. Somebody showed up. Sold her the tub and she. So she got a ten-year contract for a hundred and ninety dollars a month. Yeah, but this. what wasn't there something about the three-day right to rescind? I t- I I talked about it. This... No, no, no. She 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 did all this, and I didn't know anything about it. Okay, so and so was it installed? She went ahead and she had it installed and all that, and then. This uh, last summer, we ended up putting her into a nursing home. Yeah, I remember. So, I yeah. remember something about her being judgment proof. She's in a nursing home. But here's what I want to know: Was the guy trying to get payment from her? Um, no, they. We. I just didn't want to pay for it. I mean, no. He sold it to her though a month at a time, so it's 190 bucks for 10 years. She's spending 22,800 yeah. on it. Yeah. And he's trying to collect yeah, is my assumption because yeah, she signed I, the agreement. I'm trying to think of the original call green, when you said I, I, I said not to make any sky. payments. Go ahead. Green Green Sky financed it. All right, hold just hold on. I'll come back to it. Brad O'Brien, real estate attorney, uh, with O'Brien Legal Services. Bradley, I have a quick question here. Uh, if you do work on a government building, 
uh, this guy was working uh, in Frisco on a school district uh, bu- uh, garage for, for school buses. But no matter what it is, are you allowed as a contractor to put a lien on real estate that's owned by the state or by the county or by the school district? Uh, well, federal um, mechanics lien rules are different than uh, state. This would um, so be th- this would be state, wouldn't it? He's in Colorado working on a school district barn or a school district garage. Uh, yes, you can file a mechanics lien on a state project as well as a federal project. They just have different rules and timelines. Okay, so if you follow the rules, you can put a lien on it. Right. And is that something that you do for people if they wanted to put a lien on something? Oh, yes. Okay. Private. Private jobs now, as well as these. What, why are we, and again, I don't know, have any firsthand, I can't recall anything, but Mark seemed to think somewhere, and I kind of agree with him that I heard you can't lean public property or you can't lean government property. Maybe you're thinking of you can't, there's no adverse possession against government property. That's a different. But different you're, you're saying, though, if you are working on a property and you do not get paid, there is a procedure for putting a lien on that project. Yes. All right. All right. Hold on. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Brad? Oh, yes. State, uh, state and federal projects, you can lien. Okay. And uh, for, for the procedures, listen, uh, let's just take this quick break. But he's saying there is a procedure for that, both state and federal. Did you know if you've had a new roof put on in the last couple years, you could be missing massive discounts on your homeowner's insurance? Call Compass Insurance now at 303-771-HELP. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. The name says it all. 303-920-1622. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK. All right, so Jim with the uh, Frisco work he did on Scuba. Now, Jim, um, again, I don't want to get mired in detail, but I want you to know there is a process for getting paid, a lien process on the project. Now, I, I don't know if it's the same as a house. Let's go back to Brad O'Brien. Brad, the, the garage itself, you know how, how there are state buildings uh, and, and like then there are private homes and a, and a mechanic they call them mechanics. Of course, a contractor can put a mechanics lien on a home. It's, it's recorded against the home itself. When you do a lien on the state government level, are you actually putting it on the real estate itself or on the project? Um, technically, all mechanics liens are against the improvements. Okay. But in residential, that's not so much of a distinction. So in other words... There, we're reading that on government jobs, when you put a lien down, it's kind of a lien against the performance bond or against future payment. Uh, right. So the process for putting a lien 
I imagine would be much the same as a resident, except strict guidelines. You have to like give warning. You have to do all of that. And then you can put a lien. And is that lien served on the city itself or on the school district itself or on that entity or on the contractor? Um, typically you'd serve the owner okay. as well as if you're a sub, um, you'd give notice to the general as well. Now on the, um, so, so Jim, what you need to do, it's pretty obvious is go through a lean process to whether it's no matter what they're leaning, they're leaning something, whether it's future payment or the bond or the property, but you got to get your name recorded for non-payment. So that contractor can't abscond with the rest of the money. Now, this is for a subcontractor leaning a contractor, but what if a general contractor did business for, let's say, um, a city like Fort Lupton, a little city, and they just don't pay, and they owe them 50 grand? Then, then there's no performance bond or anything because it's directly against the city. But you're saying there are procedures for any contractor to collect from a government entity. Uh, the contractor could also sue for breach of contract. Okay. And that's another, of course, avenue. And a lot of them don't do that when it comes to homeowners because it's easier to lean a house. Yeah, but once you lean the house, you still have to take them to court and win and perfect that lien. If you want to actually get cash, usually the homeowner will pay it off if they want to refi or sell. But you're right. Uh, Brad, I, I imagine a very small percentage of liens actually go to foreclosure, uh, wouldn't you say? Oh, right. No one's going to lose their house over a little $5,000 mechanics lien. But what I'm still not understanding, though, if that little school in Fort Collins or Fort Lupton or wherever doesn't pay me as a general contractor, there is no way I can lean and take the school. I just know that. That's common sense. So how would you get paid? Well, it has happened um, in more destitute areas where the governmental entities just don't have the money. But it's not typical in, in bigger residential areas. Mark, he's saying um, it's a lien statute. I mean, you know, got it. I, I mean, so there's a process. Maybe it's a lot different when it comes to selling. But again, we can't go into each and every detail. There's a lien process for residents. There's a lien process for the government. So, Jim, there's a lien process you got to go through. I think just you get that started, Jim, even the intent to lien, and they're going to lean on that general to pay you. I think that's going to be take care of itself. Now, Greg has a very interesting question. I wanted to uh, keep Brad up for Greg. This is very interesting. You're looking to relocate out of state and you want to rent your home, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And obviously you're concerned about the eviction stay because if you rent it, somebody could move in tomorrow and just stop paying you immediately. And then you couldn't get rid of them. But now there's a different kind of leasing program you're looking at. And what is that? Uh, I'm looking at, I, I don't know even officially the, the term for it, but I believe it's corporate uh, re corporate residential housing. So essentially I'm going to contact uh, somebody that's going to get me in touch with a company, a large company that um, will essentially uh, house their employees for um, oftentimes 24 to 36 months. Right. Now, what you're talking about, Greg, is really they're, they're, they're really like property managers. You, you sign an agreement 
with a corporation, and let's say it's, um, I don't know, just like a big company like Lockheed Martin, and they have a relocation department, and their relocation department takes over the management of your home, and they say to you, Greg, hey, Greg, we're going to uh, lease your home out for a certain amount. There are different ways to sign those contracts. Some relocation departments, Greg, rent from you directly, and they pay you no matter what. Then they use the home for somebody coming in to visit, somebody coming in to stay for a while, somebody coming in for training, whatever, or for somebody coming in on an assignment for three years. They pay you, okay? And the employee pays them. That's more of a management. But there are others that simply act like a broker, and they line up the tenant who rents from you. Now, I think that you could probably get stuck if you're renting to a tenant and they're working for this corporation and let's say COVID happens, they're laid off or they're no longer um, or they can't work and they can't pay you. I don't think they pay their corporation. They pay you. And then unless you have a direct payment from the corporation coming in, I think you could get stung by this eviction stay. Brad, what do you, how do you feel about those arrangements? Well, I think the, the, the chance of uh, not getting paid on a corporate um, leasing is, is lower than, well, it's, it's, I think you're, you're in a better position because there's probably a better ability to pay. Um, yeah. But what you might find with a corporate lease is that the, um, the tenant has opportunity to get out of the lease. They may not be obliged to stay there for the full year. Maybe they have a 30 or 60 day out. So it's all going to be contractual. I guess Greg was concerned, Brad, if if somebody gets in there and then can't pay, they're still going to be protected, right? I mean, it, won't they be? What if they go rogue on their corporation and say, I don't care what the corporation says, I can't pay? Um, well, I think normally it's the corporation that is the... Uh, um, Ten- the tenant? party. Yeah. Well, they're not the tenant, but they're the uh, obligee. Yeah. And, and that's right. So that, that's what I said in the first scenario. If, uh, Greg, the bigger companies actually, because uh, this happened to me once, they, they actually rented it. They were the land, they were the tenant, not the tenant, they didn't live there, but they, they signed the lease and were responsible for payment. And in okay. that case, Greg, I don't think that you'll have a problem if it's the corporation guaranteeing the lease. But Brad, if the if the corporation simply says, "Hey, will you rent to our people?" then it's still going to be between the landlord and the people, right? Yes, but I wouldn't call that a corporate lease then. Okay. Okay. So Greg, were you talking about where the corporation is going to actually lease it? That that was my understanding. If if it was anything closer to the um the second scenario where I'm I'm renting to a a tenant, I, I, I wouldn't be interested, to be honest. I don't blame you. I think corporate leasing, though, if you lease to their relocation departments, I mean, I remember Channel 4 years ago had a place they rented. They, they rented it um, all the time for people coming in and out of town. And they always mm-hmm. had that. I mean, it was there. They were on the lease. This was many years ago. And so if that's what you're talking about, then I don't think that corporation could claim COVID. I mean, maybe, but I doubt it. Brad, do you know, I mean, I, I, I haven't read into the eviction stays much, but I imagine 
uh, they couldn't, as a corporation, claim a COVID hardship. No, I think that is available only to individuals. So, Greg, just be careful. And this is, by the way, this is a great example of hiring a real estate attorney. I mean, Brad, you can you can look over documents and simply overview documents. If someone, for example, uh, wants this lease, Greg says, can you look over the lease? You do that. Do you, you do that on an hourly or a flat rate? How would you do that? Oh, yes. I do that on, on an hourly basis, and it's much quicker to review than to draft it. Sure. You review it and you say to them, hey, it looks pretty good. You're safe. And then you also do that, for example, some people are opting to sell their homes and to finance it. Because they 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 don't want the lump sum. They want to get paid. They want an interest rate. They want a return. And uh, owners can get stung really bad when they sell a property and finance it if it's not done right. Right. These days, uh, anyone doing seller financing really should get a lawyer to look over it. And, and also to prepare the loan documents. Exactly. And that's what you do as well as unmarried people buying property together. This can be a nightmare because you assume, oh, we'll be together forever or we're just going to sell it and split. And then somebody figures, wait a minute, I don't want to leave. And the other one wants to leave. Have you done those kinds of uh, uh, contracts? Oh, quite often. It's, it, it's, a, it's a recent problem of tenants in common um, not having any agreement between them about ownership. And, right. Even though you have a deed, a tenant in common uh, 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 title, doesn't mean all of the conditions are spelled out. Anyway, O'Brien Legal Services, OLSlaw.com. More coming up on the Troubleshooter Show. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. No long-term contract when listing your home because he's confident you'll be happy with his results. You got teenagers ready to get their driver's license? Young drivers can cost you a fortune on your auto policy. The guys at Compass might be able to save you thousands compared to your current company. Call Compass now. 303-771-HELP. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK. One clear choice, garage doors. Yes, they can come out for regular service at any time, but they have 24-hour, a seven-day-a-week emergency service, like for a broken spring or something like that. I've used one clear choice garage doors for 20 years. OneClearChoiceDoors.com. All of the prices on there for anything to do with a garage door, whether it's the opener, a broken spring, a new door. They have beautiful new garage doors. That's OneClearChoiceDoors.com. Okay, so um, the Zillow scam, uh, Suzanne, I, I haven't forgotten about. He said that this guy's trying to rent out a house. He sent us an email. We are going to do that when we have time in a segment. I'm going to call them and try to hook them. And Paul right now, um, he has a comment on that ACH thing with Bank of America. We love when our listeners chime in. If you ever hear a problem you think you can help with, chime in 303-713-TALK or 303 303- Martino Paul said, I mean, the, the guy earlier said, basically, whenever he made a C- ACH payment on his credit card, it would be rejected by 
Bank of America. And uh, this last time, part of the payment was rejected. He didn't get the money back. It, it went, it's in cyberspace. He didn't get it back in his account, for his checking account from where he ACH'd it, and he can't find it. Go ahead, Paul. Well, I'm no expert in it, but a, a quick bit of research uh, for your listeners indicates that there's an organization called NACHA, N-A-C-H-A, and they manage that all the ACH network. So that's in the whole the country? I believe so. That's the, that's the managing administrative organization for it. Um, and then there, I, I sent two emails to Mark. Uh, on this, there's a, there's a company called Dwala, D W O L L A. I don't I don't know any any of yeah. them, but they in the email it details out all the codes associated with the rejection. So I think that my guess, and it's just a guess, is the Bank of America people that this guy's been talking to doesn't know any. They don't know anything. You really, <laughs> I think, you need to look at the codes to identify exactly why it was rejected that's a good idea going on and then i would suggest that you folks probably should uh my recommendation is to assist this guy by contacting this company dwala who's a preferred uh has preferred partnership with not with an nacha um and because he's an accredited uh ach professional so i bet that company could would be willing to assist or at least advise and figure, help to figure out what's going on here. Now, now, uh, uh, Suzanne, you were whispering in my ear he should be a deputy. You know who he reminds you of? We Smart, already asked. Smarty Pants. I already asked him. He said he was uh, too busy, right? I remember Paul. Paul calls in all. Uh, he has a lot of information. Thank you, Paul. As always, as always, really, thank you. Uh, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. So, I'm going to call uh, this Zillow scam, and um, what it is is that these people claim to be renting out this house, except they don't own the house. The property manager called us and said these people are scamming, so we're going to call them and see how far they take us. All right, so stick around for that. Plus, any problems you may have, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Did you know the guys at Compass do an insurance checkup for me every year? They check my homeowners, my automotive, and find me the best coverage at the absolute best price. Call Compass now. 303-771-HELP. One name is above all when buying or selling your home. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. I'm Tom Martino, 303-713-TALK. Henry, let's talk. All right, Henry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go away from you for so long. But um, anyway, on this uh, $17,000 tub, they never came after your your mom? No. no. Well, they they got around to calling us, and uh, they wouldn't talk to us, my wife. And we gave them uh, POA. And they still wouldn't talk to us. They wanted to talk to mom. But they did say that the full amount has come due in a letter that we'd gotten. When'd you get that letter? When'd you get that letter? Uh, Oh, it's got to be around January, December, something like that. You know, they probably, Henry, you know, 
just because they sold a tub and it's overpriced and all that, I mean, I hate these things, but that doesn't mean it's it's uh, an illegal or illegitimate contract. It could possibly be enforceable, and they could possibly put a lien on the house or the estate. I just want you to know that's a possibility. Look, I mean, our opinions well, I, don't necessarily mean that uh, they're they're illegal. There's, you know? there's not much of a defense because if I heard it right, I mean, he the, she was paying for more than twelve months on this thing, and no, it, she only paid for three. It doesn't matter how much she paid. She it was installed, and yeah. it's a real contract unless she was incompetent. Uh, but I said, well, go ahead. Uh, they haven't filed a lien yet. and I it, had, it might be too late, right, Mark? Kind of, I think they only have four months from the time they stop work. That's right. But because, once again, I go back to the payments, because she was making those payments, they can still go after her no matter no, what. I Even know if they, they can't after. get the lien. No, but if they well, get a I, judgment, I, yeah. they can lien the house. Go ahead. I know. But at this point, we have to get ready to sell the house. And I want to know what can I do with the damn tub? Well, you know, okay. I need to get it, get it out of there in that. Well, in, okay. In, uh, assuming the new owners don't want it, you can just sell it, but you can get rid of it. But listen, you still, again, I'm not talking about the contract your mom had. I'm talking about the tub itself. If I'm selling a house right. and I want to get it ready for sale, I would take it out and put another one in if I didn't think they wanted the walk-in tub. If you sell to another elderly person, they may want the walk-in tub. Yeah. I just didn't know what we can do with it. You know, we're just liable for the finance on it. The, the, they I don't, don't know what – I don't, see, Henry, I don't know what you're liable for because I don't have the contract in front of me for my attorneys to look at. But I would assume that it's a valid contract that your mom signed and that uh, unless something – is so weird. It's a valid contract, no, no matter what we feel about these personally. Okay. So you have the tub is a separate issue. They're not going to want the tub back anyway. It doesn't matter what you do with the tub. That contract is a separate issue. And that is they want payment. Now, if you get rid of the tub, put that other tub, put another tub in and sell the house. Well, fine. Because if they get a judgment, guess what? They're not going to be able to lean the house because the house is already sold. So you're clear there. Then they'll just have to come after you for non-payment. But what you do with the tub has very little to do with their ability to collect. It's not like if they come to collect and you say, oh, just take the tub back. They're going to say, oh, okay. You know, it doesn't see. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm saying that you're mixing them up. You're thinking that it somehow has something to do with the contract. And it really doesn't. They don't want that. They don't want the tub back. I mean, you could ask okay. them, but if you do, you're going to trigger. You're going to trigger a monster. Well, I did. I haven't talked to him because I don't want to trigger anything. Right. So you're asking me what to do. So, if it was my house, I would. If I was getting ready to sell it for my mom, I would replace it with another tub and and put that. T I don't care, but you know, sell the tub, do whatever you want. But that contract may come back to haunt you guys. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let me just see, Tim. What did you want to say about this? Uh, you called in. I thought maybe you have something. What do you have? I do. So essentially, he's got uh, a few things that he's got to worry about. One, it, the, the housing market is so hot right now. He doesn't need to do anything with that tub. That tub could have leaks in it, and it wouldn't matter. He's going to get twenty-five, thirty grand over asking. Period. Second thing is this: is 
the, the other company can get a creditor's lien. They don't necessarily need to get a, a lien for the work they've done. They could actually get a lien on the amount owed on the house. The third thing is this. If, if, he, if, if, the company, if he decides to sell the house and the company is still owed money, he could have big trouble down the line for a known defect that he didn't mention, being that he's still got a piece of property that owns that is owned by somebody else essentially well in the house when he goes to sell. yeah but that that's all going to be part of the contract but you're right tim on everything you said they can get a creditor's lien based on a judgment they don't have to do a mechanics lien but if he sells it they can't do that what he should do is just handle them both separately get rid of the house as soon as possible worry about the tub if they come after it but his mom is judgment proof this is the Troubleshooter Show. Help, I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. Hi, Tom Martino, your Troubleshooter. Welcome to the show, 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. This hour brought to you by waterpros.net. Waterpros, Paul the Waterman will install a full, beautiful system for conditioning in your home, water conditioning for under two grand, fully installed. Whole house systems for conditioning under two grand. The best for less, waterpros.net. I can't help but bring that up because, you know, this is stuff that costs like usually six and seven thousand dollars from competitors and he's doing it for under two grand better systems 303-862-5554 waterpros.net 862-5554 okay so um you know there's more of course in life than pricing as well there we also have uh you also have things like um service product liability and all of that and it's all you got to balance it all out so if you know of great deals anywhere about anything, screaming deals, let us know. Or if you want to offer a screaming deal, let us know. We haven't done this in a while, but we want to help business. So on or off the referral list, if you have a screaming deal right now, but it's got to be a screaming deal, you call us. If you have a product or a service, or if you think you're special, you can call us, plus a screaming deal, that would be even better. 303-713-TALK. And then we'll decide if it's a screaming deal. 303-713-8255. Mark? Hey, a couple updates I just thought of. All right. I got a call from someone in iHeart. They heard us talking about, I think it was First Bank. Remember the guy's neighbor took the check down, endorsed it, and First Bank actually uh, cashed it. Remember that one? Yeah, not only did they cash it, they cashed it, and the guy, his name was not even on the check. No, it wasn't. It was the guy that took the check. And they admit to it. And they, well, that's right. So apparently they are giving the guy the money this week. So First Bank really? reached out to management here. Oh, really? And I got a email through someone up top there saying, hey, what happened here? Blah, blah, blah. But, but okay. And, and I hope uh, they weren't complaining about how. No, no, no. It. They wanted to make it right and look good, into it. So. Good. Because they knowingly, knowingly cashed a check, uh, put it in an account, made out to somebody. It was a stimulus check made out to a guy, and the other guy signed it. Now, that, now I really applaud First Bank if they do that. But I still think that guy should be punished who stole that check. And he's unscathed. Police will do nothing. That's no. a crime. Oh, yeah, of course That's it's a, a crime. crime. And, and I want to know why some crime goes unpunished. Why does some crime go unpunished? Hey, Mary, let's talk to you now. Uh, you okay, bought a car. Okay. 
You bought a car and you having problems there, Mary? Uh, yes. <laughs> when did you buy it? Uh, last July 11th. Now, where did you buy it? Uh, in Houston, uh, Texas. Okay. Uh, off of Center Highway. And um, w- and? was it a dealer is what I'm asking? <laughs> it, it was a dealership. It was a used car dealership. Who Do you know what the name of it is in Houston, Texas? It's called Auto Equation. Auto what? Equation. Auto equation, like 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 an equation. Oh, like equation. A, okay. Auto equation. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, um, why, why didn't you get a title? I have no idea. I've called. They give me the runaround. Then I called. Finally called the Harris County uh, Tax uh, right. Office, and they checked the VIN number, and there's no VIN number registered uh, um, with, for my truck. And so basically they said it was either from out of state or out of the country. Um, I guess maybe Mexico, but <laughs> I, I wonder. Um, I hope it's not stolen. Um, well, I, it, it didn't come back as stolen. It just there's no registration. How much? For it. Did, how much did you pay for it? I paid two thousand for the truck, and then four hundred and three dollars for a tax title and license. Wait a minute, two thousand? What kind of truck is mm-hmm. this? What year? It's, it, it's a it's a two thousand and two. How'd you get it? How'd you Ford get the F-150. tax title and license? Hold on a second. Two thousand four, two thousand two Ford one fifty. I want to know mm-hmm. something else about this. Um, how many miles? Uh, well, like, it was like 240-something. Oh, my God. Yeah, How's it running? Yeah. How's it running? Uh, well, right now, it's it's uh, overheating right now. I think it has a blown head gasket now. But I got it on emergency. It was it was an emergency situation. My car, my son was Are in a really bad accident. Are you going to keep it? What do you want to do right now? Because the thing should just I, be junked, basically. Uh, well, I, wanted, I, wanted, I want them to give me my money back. They're uh, not going to give your they, money back. But because whoa, whoa, whoa! They can't deliver title. It says here that under state law, a dealership I know that. has thirty days. I know that. Exactly. Texas, I know. I know that. But she took it, and not only took it, she blew the head gasket. So you're going to have a I problem. Be in this position. I wouldn't be in this position if I would have had the title because I, I would have sold it. I, I didn't want the truck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I didn't want the truck. You know. Listen. Th- this is though seriously. They can't sell something and not deliver title. Do you have the original paperwork when they sold it to you? Yeah, I have, I have the uh, contract uh, uh, PDF on my phone. All right. We need to call them, but they probably don't care. And what they I want to— They up on me the last two times I called. Well, I know, but they're uh, not— gonna... all, I did was, all I did was ask for the, uh, somebody in charge. I want Mark to call from here to see if they'll come on the show. I want to know uh, that, that they have a dealer licensing board. Mm-hmm. So they can't, I mean, right. they're not going to hang up on the dealer licensing board. Uh, every state has some form of uh, auto equation right here. I got it. Auto Spencer equation Highway. on uh, Spencer Highway, South Houston, closes at 6 p.m. tonight, 855-798-9898. That's correct. What, okay, what was supposed to happen? You paid it, and mm-hmm. what was supposed to happen? Did you leave right gonna, away? Uh, Did you leave right uh, away? Uh, yeah, I bought it and then and then went and then went to my count, uh, which I live in the next county. How I do mean, we know about, the title work? Hold on, you would have gotten something through the mail, right, to go register that. Right. I yes, and they were they kept they kept sending me uh, my uh, like um, on my email. They kept sending me copies of paper plates and uh, for temporary plates, temporary yeah. tags, and I would print them off. No, but, but what I want to know is, what about, 
It could be that they do have the title. You just aren't back there to get it and to get the title work done. Did you pay? Is it paid off? Yes. Okay. So how do you know they don't have title? Because I've called, and there's also no t- title ever been registered from uh, um, from the tax office. I don't know what because you mean. I, I just I just I just talked to the tax office. You're saying month. that VIN number has never been registered in that in county, Texas, in Texas, yes, and or in this county, yes, or in Texas. Okay. So they haven't even put in for you know what? I just want to find out. I want to find out from these guys where they got the truck. And you have a VIN number, and you have the truck. Can we? Can hey, Suzanne, you want to call? Let's just pull a Carfax on it too. Let's just see where it was born and where. Give it us ended. all the information. Suzanne's going to look it up. Okay, three zero three seven one three talk seven one three eight two five five. I asked for a screaming deal. We have this guy called for about firearm training. Now it's got to be a really screaming deal. Um, and again, anybody can call with any screaming deal. Uh, Brian, what do you do? You train people how to use a firearm, and is that so they can get their permit? What is that? Hey, Tom. Yeah, we uh, desert deal firearm training on the referral list, and uh, yeah, we uh, do all kind of classes, basic firearm safety, concealed carry, Good. home defense, you name it. All right. And what does a class usually cost? Well, usually basic uh, pistol class costs $100. I'm willing to do a class for your listeners for 60 bucks. The uh, concealed carry class, both are NRA certified. Normally goes for one twenty-five. Willing to do that one for eighty. What do you think, Mark? Sixty dollars—that's pretty cheap. Yeah, I haven't priced that stuff forever. No, man. but I mean, it's it's pretty cheap. I mean, um, well, and here's the thing, Tom. It, it uh, one thing that makes it special is we require range time uh, because I want to see you shoot, want to see you be safe, want to give you tips to help you out. So a lot of classes that are costing $70 don't include range time. It's three hours in the classroom. We'll do a full day in the classroom and on the range for 60 bucks. Yeah, that, that's a streaming deal. 60 bucks, especially that full day, and then the range time itself. Yeah, that, that in itself would be worth that. So, And that's Brian over at uh, Desert Eagle Firearm Training. Mention the screaming deal, and you get a $60 special on pistol training, right? That's right, and uh, $80 for the concealed carry. And $80 for the concealed carry. Thank you very much, Desert Eagle Firearm Training. Give us that number real quick here, sir. Okay, it's, uh, oh, man, I got to we, we, we can get it for you. We can get it for yeah, you. It, it, the, uh, the website is uh, Desert Eagle S, as in Frank, and T as in Tom, dot com. Desert Eagle F, as in Frank, T as in Tom, or firearm training, DesertEagleFT.com, and it's 60 bucks for pistol training, 80 bucks concealed carry. And uh, the concealed carry permit, I imagine, the $80 one, doesn't that include firearm training itself? Yes, it does. It, uh, that encompasses your basic firearm safety and specific things to concealed carry. One of the great things is that it actually trains you to drop combat, reload, one-hand shoot, all things that, God forbid, you got in a situation you have to do, which most classes don't teach you, and so a lot of people are not prepared to safely defend themselves and their family. All right, that's Desert Eagle FT, fire tra- that stands for Firearm Training. DesertEagleFT.com. We got more coming up. Don't automatically renew insurance ever. You could be paying way too much. Get free comparisons on all your policies. No obligation insurance checkup. Call Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. 
Frank Duran will show you how to time, position, and bracket your contract. This protects your best interest and helps you net more money on the sale of your home. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Silverleaf Mortgage for Reverse Loans. Tap the equity in your home. Take advantage of today's low rates. Never make another payment again. Get a line of credit for emergencies or for wherever you want, or a monthly payment to you instead of you making monthly payments on a home. It's not magic. It's just a loan, a reverse loan. Silverleafmortgage.com. They even have a nonprofit foundation to help you fix up your home to get it ready for a reverse loan to get the maximum appraisal. And they can do that with a grant or with low interest or no interest, depending on your need. It's called the Forever Home Foundation, only available through silverleafmortgage.com, 720-REVERSE. That's 720-REVERSE. Okay. So we're going to call the Zillow guy. Now, he wrote to us saying, can you help us stop a scam? And he gave us the um the name of this person and who's who's renting out the house so basically they're saying we're renting out the house for 1700 bucks or 1750 and they're not the owners they're posing as the owners there's a phone number i want to call but i wanted to second i wanted to check first with the, the with the real agent so the real agent renting this home is Dan. He wrote to us, and he wants help in exposing the company. And I believe his, uh, Suzanne, we can get his name. Um, we can get his contact information. I think he hung up. Yeah, his, his phone number's not in the emails, Tom, but, but I've emailed him. the name him. of his company is in it. It's, uh, the name of his company is there, his website. I believe it's Pomerantz company.com i'm looking at i can it. check it out i'm looking at yeah i can't huh, it doesn't come up see his email says at pomerance i think it says at pomerance company pomerancecompany.com so i was thinking that would be his oh never mind it's pomerance company but it's gmail.com so he says he's the real agent and he says that this these people um that uh brie is the uh, is the ripoff? He says, and Bree is posing as the real owner, and I want to call him. I want to call him live on the air. But let's talk to Mary about no title in yeah. California. Mark, you looked up that VIN number. Yeah, it's in Texas. This thing's been in Texas many, many times. When did you buy this? Yeah, Mary, uh, Mark just looked it up, and it was registered in Texas. When did you buy it, Mary? I I, uh, I bought it uh, July eleventh of last year. And yeah. it's and okay, and we have it here. Uh, the Mark, last title issued was uh, ten twenty nine nineteen in Texas in a town called Port Arthur. Now, why did you say that Texas Motor Vehicle? Why did you say that Texas Motor Vehicle did not show that coming up anywhere? Because uh, that's what the lady at the tax office told me. Well, uh, that's I, ridiculous. I, I, we we found it in two minutes. Well, then talk to the tax lady. No, you need to use this information to find the title. 
You need to use this information. Just go down and get a lost title. The title number's right here. I yeah. don't think she wants it because of the blown head gasket. Well, well it doesn't matter. Right. She doesn't get the choice. Right. I mean, she, uh, here's what I think well, happened. Yeah, I they, think they, they were... They, were so, they did not register... What I'm saying is they did not put Dealers in for don't a have to register. You're the one. See, Mary. They did, in, they did not put in for a title transfer. Mary. Dealers don't have to do that, Mary. Well, hold on. Mm-hmm. Dealers, if you have the paperwork where you bought it, you have yes. to take that paperwork to motor vehicles and get it done. They don't do it. No, I paid for them to do it. Okay. It's on my contract. I paid them. They don't. No. Okay. I'm going to say it once again. They don't go to motor vehicle for you. You pay the fees on your contract. I Listen, we're not going to help you. You can't get your money back. I'm sorry, okay? Because here's what I think happened. I think you never went to register it properly, and you just moved out of state. Now you're saying they won't give me title. You call them, and they don't know what to do. You're calling them saying, I want the title. You have to go to Motor Vehicle with all the paperwork. All she has to do is show up with this title name and her paperwork, and I know she, it. they'll get a title. I know but she says she won't. The title's not lost, Mary. The title is sitting in Texas waiting for you. You didn't go there and do it. And you want to use it as an excuse to get your money back because you have a blown head gasket. It's not going to work. It, that that ploy's not going to work. The first time it was ever titled in Texas, by the way, was in 2011. That vehicle's been in Texas for 10 years. Yeah. So you have to go with your paperwork from the dealership and simply apply for a ti- for a title and for a registration but you left st- you left the state they they don't you know dealers don't walk down there and give you your plates you go and get your own plates mark when you get a new car you've done it with you and your kids more than i've done it in every case do you have to take the stuff they they send you the postcard saying it's ready with the new car then you go down and get your plates right yeah they send everything dmv needs to dmv then they usually send you a reminder that dmv has all your stuff and then you go with that card yeah or just go down there if you lose a card it's no big deal and when you go down there do you have to take anything other than identification with you? insurance but the original paperwork and all of that, the dealer already sent ahead. The dealer sent directly to DMV. Okay. So, and then if you paid cash for it, then you'll receive the title eventually from whomever. All right. Tom, uh, you have a, a question on home and auto insurance? Yes, I do. What's going on? Uh, my, my auto insurance was canceled for non-payment, and I usually pay it in full every six months with a credit card. But the... Well, now what's happening is since I haven't been, I just found out because Motor Vehicle wanted to renew my plates and they wanted proof of insurance. Why was it canceled? Did you not pay it? I didn't pay it. Why? I was never notified and I had numerous conversations about my homeowner's insurance in January and the subject never came up. I got it. All right. But it's going to show a lapse for non-payment, which is going to put you in a high risk category now. I know, sir. Uh, you know, I, I know. I I'm not saying I didn't pay it. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. But I'm I'm disturbed that my agent didn't bring it to my attention. I would be too. But I, at, at what what do they have to bring to your attention is the question. Um, well, sh- tip- go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well, I typically I get a notice that my payment is due, and I have three policies with them: a rental property and a homeowner's on my car. And as we were discussing the homeowners throughout January, you think somebody would have well, mentioned that 
Here's what Compass does. Compass Insurance uh, gets all that lined up. And I'm reminded by the carrier directly. Um, Compass doesn't remind me of each and every payment. They really don't. Um, It's up to the carrier. So who was the carrier on this? Allstate. Okay. Does Allstate have online access? I believe they do. Okay. Do you have an email? Did you set up email notifications with them to email you when, when things are due? I don't recall, but typically I get enough notice that I know to call them okay. up with my credit card number right. every six months. All right. You can but set up auto pay, too. Call it. Yeah. So anyway, what is your yeah. question now that that happened? What can we do for you? Well, I'm calling. I'm going to dump all state totally. But uh, is there anything I can do about that lapse of insurance? No, unfortunately not, because they don't care about excuses. It's non-payment. The, 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 the excuse that I didn't get notified or reminded, they're not, that, that's all part of it, is that you did it, you, no matter what. That you can't blame someone. Now, if you really want to dump your insurance, and you should have dumped Allstate a long time ago, they suck. You should call Compass Insurance Group. I keep talking about that free insurance checkup. And, and really, you should have everything checked. They'll go through it. Then you set up online access. They are good people. TheInsuranceHelpCenter.com. Ask for an insurance checkup. I'm telling you, it's unbiased, objective comparing of what you have with what's on the market. If you have a great deal, they'll tell you. If you can save, they'll tell you. 303-996-9000. There's a reason Frank Duran sells more homes in a month than most realtors sell all year. He's a master certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience. Simply put, he'll sell your property for more money. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Don't pay more than you have to. Free insurance comparisons. Call Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. All right, I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, realcbdthatworks.com, 30% off. If you use Tom in the promo code, that's the website, realcbdthatworks.com. Let's talk. Dan, I think I want to try this now. I wanted to do it at the beginning of a break. I just want to make sure I had the names right. You're Dan. You're the real property manager for this company, and you saw it advertised, and you wrote to the woman who supposedly is one of the owners. That's Bree. Is that right? No, no. Bree is uh, someone who was trying to rent it. Um, she wrote to me. Oh. And what is strange is that. Well, wait, wait, wait. But get... wait. Bree wanted to rent this house, and you wrote back to Bree. But then what about the scam? I don't get it. Well, what we can't figure out is certain people can find the scam, but we can't. And so several tenants or people, future tenants, have brought the scam to our attention. All right, but how did Bree, who wanted to rent the house legitimately, how did she know she ran across a scam? Uh, because then she found the real listing, and our listing's for $3,400, and this guy's trying to rent the place for $1,750. Then Bree forwarded you his email. Yes. Claiming to be an engineer being transferred. And he said, I'm renting it for 1700 which would be a screaming deal. He gives all of these questions to fill out, right? And then he, his name is supposedly Matthew, right? Yes, he's copied the owner's, uh, the, the owner's name. All right. But the Matthew that you know, the real owner, 
does not have a mobile number starting with 661. Nope, that's not Matt. Okay, so this Matt is a liar. Yes. All right, so we're going to call this Matt. What I'd like you to do is chime in as the real property managers renting this house, saying you're not Matt when I tell you to, all right? You got it. All right, so let's call this guy right now on the air. All right, just wait. We'll get him. I think I can do it this way. I know. Let's see if it works. Oh, hello? Shh, no, wait. <clears throat> All right, we're trying to call this scammer about the house for rent. Please answer. The text now subscriber you are trying to reach is not available. Uh, Please leave your message after the tone. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm looking to rent the house in Highlands Ranch. Uh, my number is 303-627-8466. Uh, Thank you very much. All right, I don't know. He didn't answer. So... This scammer, how do you find his ad? Is it still running? I can't find it. I can only find it through people who keep on forwarding it to me. Uh, isn't that weird? Where times. do they say they find it? On Zillow. And we have reported it to Zillow. All right. So maybe they took it down now. And maybe these people just copied it from before. That could be what we're finding. But I want to warn people, you need to know what you're renting if you're going to rent something. We're going to try this again, Dan. If you're around, Suzanne will call you back. I want to try to get this guy on the line. Now, Suzanne, if he calls that 303 Martino, 303, I gave him the right number, right? 6278466. I believe I gave him the right number. So let's talk to uh, Al now about uh, Arvada. What's going on? Hi. Hey, man. I live in Arvada, and we got a notice in the mail that the Arvada City Council entered into an agreement with Republic Service that's a track removal. Okay. And the deal is, starting in July, if you don't, if you choose your own service other than theirs, you have to pay Arvada uh, $5.13 a month not to have their service. Now, I don't get that part. I could see where they want you to pay for your own, but I don't get where you have to pay extra for not using it. That seems weird to me. That's, I told them that's, that's called a monopoly. You should be able to pick and choose what you want. Well, now, remember, cities are allowed, municipalities are allowed to have controlled monopolies. So long as they, it, it's not really a monopoly in that, you can have your own service, but they're penalizing you. That's the one part where I get what you're saying. The other one is this, though. Here's the other one. Um, cities have contracts all the time they do for, for franchising, and trash could be one of them. Um, but I don't get that. Did they give you a reason why they're charging? Did they give a reason for that? Nope. 
I think we, well, that's a simple phone call to say, why are you charging me for not having a service? I mean, it just doesn't make sense uh, all the way around. When does this start? Uh, in July. So, but they didn't put it up for vote for anybody or anything. They just decided on their own. Well, hold on now. You know, cities can, can who was doing it before this? Everybody had whoever they wanted. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you did not have originally trash service through the city? No. I don't understand that either. Because normally, in order to do that, they have to have some kind of vote or approval. You know, cities can choose to provide services, right? And then if they provide a service, they can charge for it. What I don't understand is you never had it before, and all of a sudden now they're instituting it. And that's not the way it's done. You're saying Arvada never voted on this ever? They just decided no. they're going to start providing trash service? I, are you yeah. sure? Are you sure? Are you informed enough to oh, know Oh, yeah, that? I'm reading it, man. All right, hold on. We'll come back, Mark. Tell us what you found, and we'll talk about this and more coming up. 303-713-TALK. Time for a little troubleshooter trivia. Who does Mark Major and Tom Martino use anytime they buy property in Colorado? Who sells more homes in a month than most realtors sell in a year? And who's a certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience? You know the answer. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Don't ever trust a cowboy with clean boots, a plumber with clean hands, or insurance with no comparisons. Free insurance checkups. Call Compass Insurance. Home and Auto, 303-771-HELP. Tom Martino here. 303-713-TALK. All right, so yeah, it's a big controversy, but this council did pass it. They did have public hearings. You know what's weird is it's only non-HOA people. That even throws right. in something more strange. Well, that's because they're talking about subdivisions that pay for their own. Yeah, I know. But how, how do they force non-HOA, but then allow HOAs to still decide who they want to use? I don't get it. Well, they're not forcing anyone to use it. What they're doing is they're, you have to pay if you don't. But the HOAs don't. don't have to pay. That's the part that's really crazy. So if you're an individual homeowner, you have to pay not to use it. If you're part of an HOA... You do not have to pay. And that's because they that's the way they made it. And I'll tell you why. Because the HOAs have a bigger voice and attorneys. That's why. That's why. There, I mean, there's no other reason. So Arvada just basically said this is the way it is. Like it or not. I mean, we're going to do but But it's a, it, they did have public hearings on this. What were you going to say? People voiced it. They chose who they wanted to choose. Well, what do you mean chose? You mean the company? The company had to put in bids. Yeah, there was multiple bids. I mean, that's that's uh, that's done with a public process, a bid process. It's um, right. I understand. But, but to, to tell us we got to pay them not to have their services, it's unheard of. It's like saying DirecTV, if you don't have them, you got to pay them 30 bucks a month or something. No, that's the part that bothers me. The part that they've yeah. decided to do this, that's what I don't understand. And they they never explain that in any of the articles. Well, I, I can explain it. What? I, the logic behind it is simple. They did the math, and that company said we can do each house for X amount, but if a lot of people opt out, we're going to have to raise the price. So in order to lock in on a price, they had to have something on the back end like that. But, okay, yeah, okay. 
but it's just not fair. It's it's all right to say pay your own. Now, here's the thing. It's if you pay your own, you don't get a discount. Do you get a discount off of the like how's the city going to pay for this? If they never had it before, are they raising taxes right now? How are they paying for it? Nobody knows. Well, I mean, how did they if they I could see if it was a system before and they just changed companies. What I don't understand is when they offer a new service, it's got to be funded. I mean, you know, you do have people you can ask at the city. All you have to do is pick up the phone. You're a resident. You have right, a, I called yesterday. All right. Did you call the city manager's office? Right, and I talked. They they referred me to the guy who made the deal. All right, let's. We're going to line up. You know what? Let's line up somebody from Arvada to talk about it. I, you know, again, these governments have to have public information people to talk to us. They have to. So we'll call Arvada and say, listen, you don't have to do it right now, but we would like to schedule an interview with someone about your trash or sanitation services. What we're going to ask is, why did they all of a sudden decide to offer it? How are they going to pay for it? Why are they charging people? We'll just ask them. Public officials have to be accountable. Suzanne, let's see who their public information officer is or their PR flack, whoever it is. Let's arrange uh, a non-confrontational interview just for information. No, what I mean is I don't want them to think there's a big deal here. There's not. We just need information for their residents. And we're, you know, we have questions. We want answers. It's that simple. We provide an easy way for them to talk to a lot of people at once instead of answering the phone every time someone calls. I mean, when you called, was there they were going to put you in touch with who, Al? They they just uh, they took they put me over they hit a button and sent me over to another guy who was in charge. Did they say who it was, Al? Who who? Just give me a name. Oh, he didn't say a name. All right, hold on. Suzanne will cut through that mustard, and we'll try to get someone on. Maybe we can do it this afternoon. If not, we'll talk to someone else. Isn't it mustard? Rick. Or is it mustard? Uh, a muster up support? Must- you said cut through the mustard. No, that's cut through the mustard. That's a yeah. different comment than, than muster up. Yeah. Um, cut through the mustard meaning, you know, get through it and get through the red tape. Uh, and, and really, that's the thing is about is about getting through the red tape when it comes to cities and towns. They, they just don't have an efficient way to communicate with their people. Oh, they do, but they don't take advantage of it. Why would they do this without simply blogging about it, for example? What is your comment, Rick? Rick? Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, my, yeah, hello. My comment is that uh, you can opt out of the city's trash program, and if you pay that fee... What they're saying you pay for is the ability to go take your slash to the to the wood recycling pile or whatever. But the bottom line is, if enough people opt out, you'll get to choose your own trash, and it's cheaper. I mean, hold I on, hold on. I, I, this is interesting. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help, I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. I'm here to help. I hope that you are ready to receive it. Sometimes it's not what you think you're going to hear, but we strive to give accurate information, but help is what we give no matter what. You can be helped directly by calling. You can be helped by listening, and you have a similar situation. There's some issues that came up this hour you need to be aware of. 
And of course, if all this is stressing you out, realcbdthatworks.com, realcbdthatworks.com can help you with anxiety. I don't know why it does, but uh, there have been a lot of studies. And we're going to have uh, Dr. Jamie on to talk about that um, uh, in a week or so. And we're going to also talk about CBG, realcbdthatworks.com. Put Tom in the promo code, get 30% off. Now, listen, um, we're talking about rental scams. That's one thing we're talking about, where people are renting out properties, apparently, that they don't own. So they see an ad or they see a genuine rental or they see a house for sale, and then they purport to be renting it out. They pose as an authority that can rent it out. They take money and disappear. Tenants are left with nothing after paying a deposit or first month's rent or first and last and a deposit, they can lose a lot of money. One couple paid 10 grand and the, the, uh, the, the guy took off and it wasn't really the guy that was renting it. So we're going to try to get that scammer on the line. We have a phone number for him and he's not answering, but we're going to try to get one of these scammers on the line. The other thing we're talking about is Arvada Trash. They voted after 18 months of debate to hire a trash company. What I don't understand is why they're charging people who are not participating. Nor do I understand how they're paying for it. If Arvada never ever offered trash service before, and now they're instituting it, do they just simply take money out of their budget that wasn't there before? Are they going to raise taxes? What are they going to do to pay for it? My next question, why are they charging for people who don't use it? But they're not charging HOAs, large subdivisions, for not using it. It all seems weird to me. We got a lot of comments we're going to go to. So we have a lot of listeners there. Rick, first, you mentioned something about the fee that they're paying when they don't use the trash service the Arvada trash service, the one that they voted in, why and what do they get? What do they get for that five bucks? Are you there, Rick? Yeah, sorry, Tom. Uh, yeah, I had it on mute. The, uh, they say that what they're using it for is the ability to have you take your slash, like your wood waste and things of that nature to a, to a dump location. But as far as I know, my experience anyway has been that that was run by, you know, Republic Services or somebody through the <clears throat> through the county before anyway. So I expect that that's the same program that it's always been. So I think my perception is that that's just a cop out, that that's a way of encouraging people to uh, pay for their system. And what I was uh, trying to say before is that you can opt out right, uh, simply by by asking them that that just telling them that you don't want to do it. Right. And uh, if you're in an HOA, if you're in an HOA, I think almost all of the HOAs in Arvada have already opted out. So yeah, but they they're not being they're not being charged. They're not being charged for opting out, whereas individuals are being charged. If you're in a big community with an HOA and your HOA opts out for their own company, these homeowners are not being charged in those communities. However, if you're an individual living along some street in Arvada and you decide you want to use your own trash service, then you get popped five bucks a month. And I don't understand why. 
I don't understand the charge. I, I don't either. Yeah, I think it's to encourage you to use Arvada. So the next question I want to know is what about um, if you are um, using Arvada's trash removal, uh, you're, you're in the system. If you're not, you're paying the fee. You told me before the break that if enough people opt out, you think the system will go away? Did someone tell you there's a certain number or level of participation they need? There's a trigger in the Republic Services contract. My understanding, I haven't read it myself, but my understanding is that if Republic uh, decides that too many people have opted out, they could simply cancel the contract. Now, I have a very simple... Back to the current... The current situation, okay. which is we get to choose our own trash. All right. I want to know something. Why are people upset so. about it to begin with? If they're getting free trash service, why are people up in arms about that before they were buying their oh, own? No, 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 no. This this is not free trash service. There's no tax increase because you rightly pointed out that had there been a tax increase, the people would have had to vote on it because of Tabor. And that was not what was done. What was done is basically a, uh, a government-granted monopoly to Republic that if you choose to not opt out, you will be in that monopoly and you will be locked into paying whatever their rates Wait are. Wait a minute. So now, hold if- on. Now, this makes it even worse. You're telling me that Arvada chose a company and not only do you have to use when, when you have to use it, you pay for it. So it's not a government service. In other words, it's just a government franchise like cable. That's what it is. Okay. I don't need your affirmation on it. That's what it is. It's a government contract for franchise, uh, franchise contract. Um, the cables argument used to be, it's not worth coming to a city if we can't get most of the people. Therefore you grant us a franchise. Okay. Now the argument on trash, they're doing a franchise agreement, meaning you have all of Arvada. But what's weird about that is, well, I guess I guess they're doing exactly how cable does it. If you want to get cable, you pay what cable charges. If you don't want cable, you don't use cable. However, with the cable franchises, they don't charge you for not using it. So that's the difference. You know, the other thing in that article was, there's not a lot of people recycling in Arvada, and this will kind of force more recycling. Hey, Kelly, uh, what's your comment Hi. on this? Hi, Tom. Hey. hey, so that risk's about 90% right, but they're going to bill your water in Arvada, okay? And if you don't pay, if you, you cannot opt out of it. It's, you know, Arvada has their little Nazi things, but you cannot opt out of it. It's $5.13 is the minimum service. And you get no cars, no nothing, and they opted on to your water bill. So wait a minute. You're saying then, Rick, I mean, uh, Kelly, let me get it straight, that in Arvada, from now on, you're going to pay for Republic the basic service, whether you use it or not. 10-4, correct. I've got the the little report right now. Hold on. So you're going to pay for Republic trash minimum $5.15 a month, whether you yes, opt sir. in or out, if you opt, yes. if you if you decide to stay with Republic and you want to increase service, then you would be billed directly for the extra. Uh, yeah, it's eleven dollars and fifty cents for a thirty-five gallon cart. Okay, well, what I'm what I'm asking time. is, then you're charged the difference if you are with if you're in Arvada and you have the basic service and you want extra service, you pay for it. Yes, but you're, no other trash company is going to be able to come into Arvada. They did it in Lakewood. Well, hold on. What about those who opt out? They're allowed to have their own trash service. You, 
you can't opt out. You have to haul your trash out of Arvada because there's not going to be a trash service that come to Arvada. Wait, are you sure of that? They're not. Everything I'm reading online, at least, says that you can, it's not really opting out, pay the minimal. And for that matter, you could pay whatever you want, but you can also have another company come as well. Yeah. There's nobody, they're going to push just like Lakewood. Lakewood did it about two years ago. Well, what he's saying is they're going to push them out purely because there's no business. But Kelly, they have no route. Kelly, I think you're wrong, though, that no other companies are going to be allowed in. They can't do that. No, no, no. I think what he's saying is very logical. They're going to have no customers, so they're going to pull out. I get it. I get it. The other companies aren't going to come to a neighborhood for one for one person. Now, Kelly, I get it, Kelly. I got another question. This yeah. minimal charge of five fifteen a month, is that what that guy was talking about when he says if you opt out, you still pay it? Uh, but yeah, that might be it. And it goes on your or, water bill. Well, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it is or not. I, in other words, do you pay the five fifteen a month plus another five for opting out? Or is it just that five fifteen no matter what? Uh let's let let's find out. And we'll, do you get to go to the dump at least and, and- Bring your own trash for the five fifteen. We'll find out. Okay. So Al, see what you opened up here. Here's what we think. Here is what we think. Well, we know that Arvada voted in. We we know that. I mean, that's just normal news. They voted in Republic Service for trash. We know that the people who live in Arvada all are going to pay the minimum five fifteen a month. For basic service, not whether HOA. you whether you use it or not. Okay, so I think Al, when you said if you opt out, you have to pay that five something a month. I think that's what you're talking about. That basic service you pay for, no matter what. Right. Okay. Right. I don't think there's a penalty. What they're saying is everyone's going to be charged five fifteen, and you can use this company uh, whether you want to or not. You can use them. And it's uh, five fifteen a month minimum. If you want extra service, you have to pay for it, and that's good. That's just the way it is. Now you can have your own company come in, but as Mark pointed out, who's going to come to a neighborhood for two or three customers? Right. No, no one. I mean, they're I, trying to make do with customers. They're trying well, to do yeah, what? They're, they're, uh, other companies are trying to, you know help you out by saying if you get a group of people say six in a block it'll use their company they'll drop okay. their fees down all right well 45 i mean there's nothing illegal here it's just weird i don't know why all of a sudden arvada decided to do this that's the point i don't understand oh Susan. it's lying in someone's pocket up there you know that man so tom I reached out to yeah. the chief communications manager there. He's going to coordinate an interview Good. for us for the next few days. It Good. won't be today. Good. Then we'll figure it out. Some board member's uncle owns the trash company anyway, or something. If you're tuning in, we're talking about Arvada. They decided to uh, grant a franchise to Republic for service, and they're going to charge every single resident $5.15 a month minimum. Non-HOA. Whether you use it or not. The HOAs will not be charged the five fifteen a month. They are still allowed to use their own services. The other people, if you want to use your service, you still have to pay the five fifteen. So that's what we know so far. 
I use a compass to find my way and compass insurance to wade through the home and auto insurance maze. All policies compared and checked. I know I'm getting the best rates for my coverage. You can too. 303-771-HELP. Free, no obligation insurance checkup. 303-771-HELP. Five-star professional customer service award winner, nine years in a row. One of the top real estate teams in the country. Go with experience, expertise, and proven credibility. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK. Deputy Doc, you have a comment on Zillow, that Zillow scam. And by the way, we call it a Zillow scam. It's not perpetrated by Zillow, and it's not only done with Zillow listings. It's done with any house for sale or for rent where people pose as the landlord or the management company saying they have authority to rent it getting the money and running so it's really not you know necessarily a zillow so what is your uh what is your comment on that sir hey tom here's my idea if somebody wants to start a business all you have to do is put airbnb or vrbo or zillow have people in the neighborhood go and check it out and then report back to the potential um renter whether or not it's legitimate and whether or not it's okay to go ahead with the deal so if you're going to rent a house in Aspen, you have somebody who lives in Aspen, go check it out and report back to you. You could have a network set up. Somebody could easily set up a business to verify these accounts. Oh, I see what you're saying. Wouldn't that be a great idea? Yeah, it would. But uh, yes, it would. I, so in other words, in addition to seeing it for rent and talking to the landlord, you but 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 here's the only problem I see, Doc, is that it could genuinely be for rent, you know, but it's not so much whether what would they check out, whether it's for rent or not, or would they check out like what we're concerned about is that the person communicating with the potential tenants truly have the authority to do it. Well, they have to they have to go to the property, be able to open the door and inspect it. Right. And. Oh, you're and right. Find out what, and, and also check out if the property is as advertised. So if it advertises, you know, uh, a, a remodeled kitchen with three baths, um, you go there to the property, you find that, and then you, you tell the person who's renting it, yeah, you know, this is legitimate. It's what it says it is. And I've spoken to the landlord, and it's a legitimate deal. It's been easy business to someone to set up. If, if yeah, I guess people. if if they could get, the, I think the parts that's not so easy because it's not something you can do in person. But I understand where you're going. The one, the connection, for example, is the per, is the person in authority to rent it? Okay, that's the one part where I have a problem because you have to go to see if if they're an owner or if they have an agreement with the owner. And that can get really hairy for just someone who lives in the neighborhood. But, you know, again, you're on the right track. There's got to be a verification process. There are so many scams going on right now. I swear to God, it's like it, it, we handle more scams than anything. It used to be people would buy or sell and have problems with what they bought or services. But we're getting, Mark, if you think about the real problems we're getting nowadays, 
they're scams. People getting scammed out of money. More so than like a car dealer oh, problem ever or a mechanic COVID. problem. Think about that. You know, we used to have a mechanic did this or didn't do this or they charged too much. We still get some of those. Or, you know, we, we get some, I bought a car and this and that. Or a guy did my furnace, I re- didn't really need it. Okay, we get some of that. But more than not, we're getting scammers. Like, uh, I have to pay for get with gift cards. I got scammed out of rent. I got scammed out of this. I got scammed out of that. Marianne, oh. She hung up. People, if you call, you got to wait at least a half a second for me, and I'll get to the phone. Uh, she had more information. Larry, you say you have uh... – Larry is – Go ahead, Larry. Uh, can I give you a quick background for veracity? Yes, sir. I have been in, in this contract specialist game, mostly against the federal government, since the time you came on, I re- remember you. I was building jobs all over the place, got taken advantage of, got scammed by some federal government people, and I went to George Washington University in Washington, D.C., and studied, studied federal government contract law under Professor, prof, excuse me, under professor Nash. Okay. Uh, great, great guy. I learned how to deal with these people. Now, I've been doing this for 40 years, Tom. Okay. So what what I have to say, I'm going to cut to the chase because I know your time is very valuable. I Always when I'm in the vehicle going somewhere, I get your show because I like to hear what you have to say. Okay. There, you, you said something to the effect that about a vehicle to handle this. The first thing that has to happen is the contract under which the sub was working for the prime is going to have, assuming there's a contract, not on open billing, which would He's talking, okay, hold on. Larry, you're talking about where someone wasn't getting paid on a government project and they wanted to get paid and they wanted to know about their lien rights. And you're trying to sum that up, but it's taking way too long. I need you to sum it up. You're saying by contract, there's probably a procedure outlined in the contract. Absolutely correct. And it would fall under probably the Colorado Administrative Procedures Act, and or whether there's an arbitration clause in that contract. Okay, so the the contractor has to look within his contract, but does the state or federal government mandate these procedures for collection in their contracts? Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. That that's probably why he needs some help. But we had another question that our attorney was a little hesitant on when we talked about liens. He says you can lien the project, but do you know, since you've worked in a lot of government projects, can you actually lien the real estate as an independent contractor? The answer to that is no. How do you know that? 40 years of experience. Okay, so if you were working on a school or on a garage owned by a government and they don't pay you, you cannot put a lien on that particular piece of real estate. Probably not. Now, this gets a little complicated, and, and again, I, I'm go ahead. Simpl- of your no, simplify it. Okay. Is there a bond on the project? Is there a performance and payment bond on the project? And that's, that's what the effect. And that's what you would lien. Yes, but that's. The verbiage is not quite correct. Okay. All right. You, 
if there's if and the other the other there's so many you're talking about all these different scams and all these different yeah. people. This is also complicated, sir. No, I get it. If I get there, it. So, but you're if saying there if there's are, a bond on the project, you can get in line to be paid. Well, you're going to have to file a claim. Right. I understand that. that. And I was calling it a lien, but you file a claim on the bond. Larry, if there's not a bond, what would a remedy be? First, go to the contract, see what the contract says. There is a good chance that if there is no bond, there is going to be an arbitration clause. Okay, I get it. But in, in but you're saying ultimately, however, you do not believe that a contractor, private contractor, can put a lien on real estate owned by a government entity. You can attack the payment bond, and that's the effect of a lien. But no, you cannot go to okay the county, the county recorder. I get it. And file a lien on the real estate. Thank you. We have more coming up. Did you know Frank Duran's listings sell for thousands over the market? Frank will share with you what very few agents know, the seven critical nerve points in contract negotiations to protect your best interest and net you top dollar at closing. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. A free, no-obligation comparison of all your coverage. The Insurance Checkup, sponsored by Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK. Without further ado, let's go to Greg, who has a comment. I don't know what you're commenting on, Greg, but you're open. Go ahead, sir. Uh, Tom, I think it was yesterday or the day before, somebody called in and talked about opening up a homeowner's claim for a theft loss. Yes. And you got to be careful just because there could be a claim surcharge when you file a theft claim. And by the way, what Greg is talking about is a woman was scammed out of money on one of these calls. For 1, gift 1000 bucks. Yeah, and she put in a claim with her homeowners and got reimbursed. And he's saying in the long run it may not pay for itself. Well, I can't imagine what kind of deductible she had where it made any sense in the world with the increase that's going to come after the claim. Yeah, it would have to be pretty substantial. Wouldn't you agree, Greg, for it to be worth it? Yes, sir. And by the way, surcharge is about 30% for three years. And And by the way, Greg, I've known people who have fought those surcharges and won at the insurance commissioner's office where they argued that the insurance company absolutely did not lose that much. And it's actually profiting from a loss, which it can't do. And and they have been upheld in hearings, just so you know. Um, Let's go to Betty. Betty, go ahead. What's happening with you, Betty? Hi, um... I was, I guess you'd call it scammed. I, a year ago, I had uh, uh, on my computer, you know, the the thing would just get a big red uh, yeah. Yeah. sign and, you know, say, yeah. you know, you can't. You well, should anyway, have immediately when, powered down your computer. But anyway, what did you do? Did you click through? Well, I finally called that phone number. Okay. You know, I'm not too computer right. savvy. I get it. And I called them, and, oh, they said, oh, we'll just fix this up for you. No yeah. problem. They got access to your computer, then what? Well, then they uh, uh, negotiated, you know. They went $499, and I said, no, that's too much. So they, finally, after 399 I said, well, i got to have it fixed. So I gave them my Discover card and uh, 
for $399, and it went through a big bunch of stuff. And I'm surprised she got away so cheap, Well, Tom. she didn't probably. They probably hit that card again and again. Anyway, what happened after that? No, they, they didn't hit my card because uh, I, my husband had a fit, so I canceled the card Good. immediately. Good. Good. And so they did get to 399 and I chalked it up to being stupid. But now this, now that was a year ago in February. Well, I've been getting phone calls, just phone calls. That's because you're, you're marked as a mark. Also, they still have mm-hmm. bots in your computer unless you had it cleaned out. Well, I didn't have it cleaned out. Well, you out. better. You Nothing better. happened. Well, Nothing listen, really listen, they put ticklers in there and the ticklers, uh, the ticklers come back three months later or six months or a year later. And I want to know what part of town are you in? Uh, Lakewood. Okay. We need, you need to get, and, and I'm telling you, Char- money Charlie will- does all of this, by the way. Yeah. When he goes in there and cleans it, he does all of it. Remotely. You need to go to Colorado computers on a referral list and have Charlie Dunham come out and go through your computer and clean it up. Even if you don't believe it's there, it's there. I guarantee you, the, uh, no well, one I, will get. No one is going to go through the trouble of getting ac- access to your computer and not keeping a back door open. So, what happened then? You, you're you're getting calls now, and what are they saying? Well, they um, uh, just leave a message because I don't answer. I don't answer. Okay, you gave us two okay. numbers. Did they give both of these numbers? Uh, they yeah. And what do they say they are? Well, it's called Nexway, N-E-X-W-A-Y. Okay, and what what do and, they say they are? Well, they they just start uh, now after a couple three months. They're just threatening me. They're gonna file suit against me for what? Blah blah blah. For what? Because well, I guess because they won another three hundred ninety nine dollars. You should have got. You should have got that original three ninety nine back. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, well, hold on see, a second. I, I want you to ignore them, Suzanne. Give her Colorado Computers number. We need to get you fixed up. This is wrong. Okay. Ignore those people. I want to go after them. Leave that number up there, Suzanne. I want to go after them. All right. And uh, Richard, you want to tell us about an email scam? What's going on with you, Richard? Okay. Here's the, here's the deal. Yeah, I'm going to talk on the phone. So here's it. I'm at I'm at Papa Murphy's. All right. Here's the deal. So I'm going to let your I'm going to let my wife listen to this podcast. Yes. I want you to reassure her. She keeps getting an email that says Geek Squad. Yes. That they want to renew their uh, virus protection. Did she ever have a Geek Squad virus protection before? Years years ago, we used. I mean, it's possible it could be really from the Geek Squad, but no matter what, she needs SaferNet.com and not fall for any email scams. Um, Seriously, those... They want her to do what they want her to do, Tom. Yeah. She called the number, and they said, well, call back when you're at home on your computer so we can help you. No. I said, don't Okay, wrong. You're right. I'm going to talk to your wife. What's her name? 
She is not on the phone. Now, I know. What's her first name? I'm going to do it for the podcast. Nancy. Nancy, listen. These people get access to your computer. They put bots in there that spy. They take any numbers or email addresses that you have. They take online banking information. Never, ever, ever grant remote access to your computer, and that's what this is. It's a scam. You need to protect yourself with SaferNet.com. They will help you. They're the true people. It's only a couple bucks a month. Now, if you don't get them, that's fine. But don't let anyone into your computer. That's SaferNet.com. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. Don't trust your biggest investment to just anyone. Frank is a master certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience. Frank and his team are recognized as one of the top real estate teams in the country. Go with experience, expertise, and proven credibility. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Hi, Tom Martino here. All right, I want to call these guys. I want to call them. They were the one oh, about computers. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I want to try this. Hello. You have reached Nextway, digital distributor and billing for different software companies and oh. technical support providers. If you have a charge from Nextway or Nextway software on your checking, PayPal, or credit card account, you have probably recently purchased a product or service from one of our partners, hmm. or this charge corresponds to an automatic renewal for a This product may not be the scammer product. itself. If you are not able to wait to speak with a customer service this representative, might, yeah. please send an email to Verify. I have a feeling, no, I have a feeling that they're just being used to collect money, Mark. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to... I'm not sure I'm going to get them on and they're going to be scammers from another country. Hugo, what's going on with you? Yes, Tom. Um, I have a problem with a motor vehicle on the Littleton office. The Littleton uh, office I'm of motor vehicle. That's Arapahoe County. Yes. What's going on? Okay, I'm a licensed dealer. Okay. And I, my friends bought a, uh, a truck, which was a salvage. From you? Did all the paper. Yes. From okay, me, got it. And I, I passed it to them. Yeah, okay. Anyway, and what happened is that after so many, they reject this, they reject that, why? Why did they? Why were they rejected at motor vehicle? Because they put a different uh, little thing. I've been doing titles for thirty years. Okay. All why the were they? Why, why were they rejected? I'll, I'll believe you. Just get to that part. Okay. They rejected because uh, small things like uh, you know if you. The, uh, the people that I bought it from, which is AA Insurance Auto Action, uh, put a body uh, four door extended. They rejected to say they should be pickup. Okay. You, you, let me tell you something. Hugo, one time I bought a car that was shipped in from California, and it took me six trips to motor vehicle because they were such jerks. 
And they would reject stuff that was so stupid. Then I had to get an inspection done of the vehicle. You know, it wasn't salvaged, but it was for the mileage and all that. Hugo, I, I sympathize with what's going on with you, but you said you've been doing this a long time. Is this the first time you've had this trouble? Was then since the pandemic started. That's what it is. I was going to say that. The pandemic has brought out the worst in what was already a bad department. So, um, and also, why not try a different office? Well, he can as far as the county goes, but I want to ask something. There's something else. Was this the first time you did the salvage part? No. I, I did some few of those. So you did the salvage. I no problem. And when you rebuilt the salvage, you got it inspected and all of that like you were supposed to? Yes, sir. Okay. So what I do did. you think the hang-up is? What's the bottom line? Do you think they're singling you out? I don't. Uh, I have a feeling, and I don't have a chip in my shoulder, okay? Yeah. But, but what do you, do you think they got uh, something against you, Hugo? Maybe so. Once I not put a, a, you know, what do they show all the stars about? The review. You Did know, you give them, you gave them a bad that. review? The review, yes. I don't so, think. Now you're paying the No, piper. no, no. I don't think these people individually look at those reviews and think, oh, now I'm going to give I Hugo a hard I, time. I, I, I don't you know, think so. I didn't want to believe in that. I don't think um, so. But yeah. now they lost all the papers. Wait. All of them? Yes. They told you yes. they lost your entire... Hold on. They lost your entire entire packet? Yes. Did you People, duplicate it? They, I got a duplication on the title and all that stuff, yeah. But they tell me we send it. Uh, but I didn't get it. Oh, so God. I went to the post office and they say, we didn't get it. Okay, I get so it. My question is to you is, yeah, what else I can do about all these things? They, you know, they tell you go and get a duplicate, and some of these duplicates it take a four or five months. To I get know, it. Hugo, it's a pain in the ass. Hey, Suzanne, let's knock this around tomorrow. Let's get Hugo on. Hugo, hang on, and we'll talk about this. You can't be the only one with all of this frustration. We'll see what we can do about it. Okay, bro. I'm Tom Martino. We're out of time. Remember, folks. Save all your problems for me. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.